MLM Nation, episode 206. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chin, and welcome to a special episode. It's the behind-the-scenes episode of MLM Nation, where you get a close-up view of what's going on in my life, uh, my life as an entrepreneur, the things I've learned, and uh, some aha moments I can share with you. So first of all, I'm going to give you a warning. I literally just, uh, in the last episode, we talked about doing things that fire you up, and I just uh, came back from a workout. Okay, so uh, if I'm a little out of breath or I have to take sips of water, please forgive me. But anyway, this is a behind-the-scenes episode. These are different than the normal episodes that you hear from different leaders. This is where you not only get the latest news about what's going on with ML Nation, but a sneak peek inside the life of an entrepreneur. The latest adventures I'm going through, my journey as a husband and father, my wins and losses, my reflections and deep thoughts, uh, what I'm currently reading and learning. And also in each episode, I'll share a valuable lesson that basically built me, the things that helped me build a six-figure passive uh, income on my own business that still pays me every week, uh, even though all I do is just making sure the checks get deposited and fix my ownership. So a lot of you have contacted me through email or Facebook, and I figured this is the best way for me to talk to you all and share what's going on in my life and the lessons I learned. But one, you know, I am not perfect, so you think I'm like a superhero, you know, superhero model, uh, I'm going to let you down because I make a ton of decisions that I regret later on. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't say regret because... They really help me grow. So nothing is bad, right? Everything's so good. But this, this is really like a real-life sneak peek of the trials and tribulations of an entrepreneur that just won't quit. So my goal is to share with you how to avoid the mistakes I've made. Because I'll tell you one thing, that life is not easy. It's not meant to be easy. It's supposed to be an interesting and fun ride. And especially entrepreneur, entrepreneur's life is never easy. It's a nonstop journey of new lessons learned. And the reason I do what I do is because of having a bigger purpose, having a positive impact as many lives as possible, and the fulfillment I get from helping others. So that's what drives me. And if anyone ever tells you that once you made it, quote-unquote made it, uh, it's easy to full of lies and BS, and they've just never made it yet. Actually, in fact, I reached out to someone that I used to play football, like uh, flag football, okay, and basketball with back in New York City. And he said, that, well, uh, how did you ML in business? Like, I said, well, I have a six-figure passive income. He said, well, congrats, you have made it. And I was like, well, it's not really made it. Because if you ever have a mentality, I've made it, then you're going to be really let down. Uh, and you're gonna, success is going to elude you. And when I say that, I mean... You know, you can have the money, right? But you're not going to have the deep satisfaction, joy, and happiness. Because, yeah, even if you made millions of dollars, and so what? Even if you made a billion dollars, you've never made it, right? Like Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, they haven't made it yet. They're still continuing to striving and pushing, uh, doing for more. So, anyway, welcome to Behind the Scenes episode. And uh, first off, this is the first show that you're listening to that is recorded in my new home. So we moved... Uh, as of this recording, like eight days ago, there's a new studio. Hey, you might have heard a car drive by. You may hear birds chirping, and I tried to uh, do my best to minimize that. Um, the garage door is open. I'm in a garage. The office is, a, or you, you Australians say, garage. So uh, it is a lot bigger. And I, I guess once I finish, finally finish setting it up, I'll take a picture and post it on Facebook and on Instagram. You can check it out. You can follow me there, Simon W. Chan, and you can check it out. But um, I guess I could close the garage door. It is, uh, I definitely don't need... Uh, it is at 5 a.m. in the morning here, 5.30 a.m. 
And I, here's the thing, I promise I'll keep this short as well because I have my one-on-one the kind of mastermind session, kind of like a coaching session in 28 minutes from now, so I'll keep it short. Uh, but, you know, it's... Um, then I guess it's in the morning. I just came back from a workout. Uh, the move has been great. So they just let me just start off. You know, let me start off. I want to thank, uh, we'll talk about reviews, thank Andrew Chenery out in the UK, right? So this made my day. Uh, I'm going to play this. So thank you, Andrew, out in the UK for sending this in. So here it is. Here's Andrew. Hi, Simon. It's Andrew Chenery from the UK. I just wanted to reach out and say hi and say thank you so much for all you do for MLM Nation and your team as well for all the podcasts that you launch every single week. It's such a blessing to all of us in network marketing. Um, today I've listened to Bridget Bartley for the fifth time and uh, the way she reaches down into those Facebook groups to hit social media and to make friends for the sake of making friends. So that's just one episode that I wanted to pinpoint. So thank you so much, Simon, again, for all you do um, across the nation and across the globe as well. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. So, Andrew, thank you so much for sending that in. And, again, ML Nation, if this show has helped you, motivated you, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh, you don't necessarily need to do what Andrew did, send a personal message like that. That definitely is very, very special. Thank you for that. But just subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They really mean a lot. Um, and one thing I want to mention from Andrew, like he, this is what it takes to be successful, right? If you like these shows, don't just listen to one time. Listen to it multiple times. Like he's, uh, by the way, the Bridget Bartley episode was a fantastic about social media. She basically built a six-figure uh, MLM business from home with three boys, strictly from social media. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, just go to mlmnation.net forward slash podcast, and you can see that Bridget Bartley. Okay, and um, so if you find something that's good, I hear a lot of people listen, but they don't listen to it repeatedly. It takes repeated repetition to learn. And one of the first things I learned when I started, it's like, it takes you like sometimes 10 times to listen just to really master only 10%. Yeah, the first time you listen, you probably you say, wow, it all sounds good, but you don't really know it. And when I say know it, can you go repeat it back? Are you, do you really know where you can teach it? And it requires like five times, 10 times to listen to it over and over again. You may have to take notes, review it, think about it. And when you can teach it, that's when you own it. Right, so uh, hats off to you, Andrew. That's what you really do. So you don't need to listen to every episode five times, but if you find one that's really good, you know, for Andrew and uh, Bridget's, just listen five times until you master, until you're so good you can teach it. That's when you start applying it, and it really becomes the four levels of learning. You know, the unconscious incompetence, conscious uh, incompetence, right? Unconscious incompetence, like you don't even know what you don't even know, right? It's kind of like my son, uh, my my uh, newborn. He doesn't even know about tying shoes, and then unconscious, uh, conscious incompetence is when you know you don't know. So kind of like my uh, two-and-a-half-year-old, he knows he can't tie his shoes. Then you have conscious competence, where you have to think about it can tie your shoes. Then you have unconscious and unconscious competence, which is like kind of uh, where you master teaching, where you like, for us, we can, I can be talking, we can be talking and tying our shoes without even thinking about it. And that's the level you want to get your skills at. Right? And that takes repetition. Now, repetition, it is very boring. Could be listening to the same thing, teaching over, but that is how you master things. So there's a tip about mastering uh, skills and getting really good. So let's talk about um, the you know the move. Uh, I, like I, said, I just got back from a run. The move has been awesome. Okay, uh, and within now actually the move itself has always been interesting, but living in a new place has been absolutely incredible. Uh, I, I got the rewards immediately within 24, actually 48 hours. I went on, I moved on a Friday. Sunday morning, I went on a run, um, and 
you know, I said the reason I move is for the schools. Uh, the schools are like the top top one percent schools in the entire California. Uh, but I got motivated. I, I thought I'm a pretty inspired person, motivated person. But I went running and I looked at the houses and I got goosebumps. The view here is beautiful, and I'm still in Los Angeles. I'm in Palos Verdes. Uh, it is one of the I don't comment. One of the most uh, upscale or richest areas in Los Angeles, maybe top five, top ten. It's definitely up there. You have, you have the you know average, the cheapest. I was gonna say the cheapest house is like one point three million, one point three. Um, the go all the way up to you know a decent house. I say decent, decent amount of square footage. It's probably one point five uh, to houses like ten million, five million, ten million, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. So as I went running. And I realized I, I forgot that I, I kind of f- didn't dream as big. I haven't been dreaming big. And I guess I was in my comfort zone, right? I, I, like I said, in my own neighborhood, I felt like I was the smartest person on the block. And I probably was, you know. Oh, I'm definitely not smart, but most driven. And going here, and I used to get this feeling. I used to, in uh, back in like 10 years ago when I was living in Santa Monica and I was building my MLM business. I'll go bike riding, look at $5 million mansions. It was so inspiring me. I, I, I saw the vision of where my life is heading to. I think once I had kids, and even when I moved to Torrance, and Torrance is a pretty nice upper middle class area. Okay, it's not up, up, up scale, but it's upper middle class area. Uh, again, the average house is like 800, decent house is like 700, 800,000. So it's not like compared to the rest of America. It is, uh, it's not like cheap out there. So, but I, I, and when I first got out, went out there, I was still bike to Palos Verdes. It's like a biking with a good workout. I was getting inspired. But once I had my kids, I haven't been biking to these areas. And I kind of, you know, I would just listen to my audience and I wouldn't dream. And on Sunday, like a week ago, when I went there, I got goosebumps. Like, wow. And it is inspiring. And it got me to start thinking way, way bigger. And realize, hey, I've been thinking too small. And I mean, I probably think big, but not big enough. And I think another thing, putting outside the comfort zone, uh, just to let you know, we are currently renting a house now, our, our old house. We're renting out, um, get some residual income there. We're renting that house. But right now, we're renting a house. Um, the main reason why I rent because we had to move quick for my kids, for a school. And Palos Verde is a big area. And there's a lot of areas I wasn't sure which area I liked the most. So I actually want to live here a little bit before rushing to buy something. And I also believe the market will uh, dip a little bit. Uh, you know, everything's in cycles. It's been about eight years since a big crash. Uh, probably a crash coming up, and history repeats itself. I'm a big fan of history; it's going to repeat itself. So also, it's a lot, of, but really, it's about uncertainty, rushing into things. We have a ki- uh, newborn kid, you know, three boys. It's not. I don't, I don't want to rush into buying a house. So, but knowing that, you know, ownership is always better than you know the, the perception of ownership is better than buying, right? So most of my neighbors own their homes. I don't. I don't really know any of my neighbors yet, right? But and that's an LA thing. But um, but renting, I just feel like oh. I don't own, so I'm like a little on second class almost, right? I'm renting here. I don't own my $1.32 million house yet here. So that alone fires me up. So, hey, that motivates me. Go push, go push, go achieve more. There's so much more to do out there. So that alone has been so, so worth it. Uh, the move itself, the house has been a good thing we didn't buy. Tons of issues. There were some uh, roach issues that's kind of gone away. We got rid of that. Uh, there's a plumbing issue, believe it or not, where... Uh, things are clogged up. It's crazy, right? Like the, we got the drain fixed, and then the pipe burst. It was leaking. The walls were leaking water outside. So we got that fixed. But you know what? It's so so worth it. Uh, including all those headaches. Uh, some of the light switches don't work. I don't know how this person owner owner of this place do it does it. But it is so worth it. Just the fact 
uh, running in, you know, just being inspired. And it's to think, think and grow rich. And I'm thinking much, much bigger than that. Uh, the hills here, it's a beautiful view. It's an awesome workout. It's crazy, crazy steep hills. And uh, talking about like, you know, 20, 25 minute workout, my heart beats up like 180 really, really fast. So if you ever go down to like Indian, if you're driving down Indian Peak Road or Simon Drive, I don't even know what the incline of those hills are, 45%. I don't know if it's possible, 45 or 60 per, I don't know if a car can go up that. But it is, as you see someone running at 4.30, 5 a.m. in the morning, make sure you don't run them over because that is me running up those hills. It's a really good cardio. All right, some other things going on. So, um, so I challenge you to put yourself out there in a place where it inspires you. Do it consistently. I hadn't done it in a while. I didn't even realize that. So uh, self-development is not alone. Being the place has totally made a huge impact. Even going to the bank, for example, the service is way better out there because uh, people who are upper class, they don't tolerate bad service. Uh, and that just makes you feel better. And when you feel good, you do good. Always put yourself. Remember, when you feel good, you do good. Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple other things. Is uh, during the moving part, it's just playing the movie. We're we'll talking about a movie. The, the most important movie, the best movie, most important movie is the movie of your life. How do you see things plan out? Do you get every time the small little things are going to bother me? I'm just like, hey, Simon, you know, your purpose driven life, are you going to let a small thing like that bother you? What type of person are you? Right? The size of a person is determined by the size of his problems. So don't, you know, small little things like plumbing leak, I just laugh it off, move on. There's much bigger fish to catch, much bigger vision to pursue that let's not worry about. And the movies, like, I always see myself as making a huge impact on millions and millions of people. Uh, to speak on stage one day in front of 100,000 people. I don't know how that's, that's actually one of my dreams. Uh, I said in my movie, when I said movie, you don't understand what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a kind of like a vision board. It's not a vision board. It's it's cute to uh, it's like an Evernote file. I play music to it. I just look at it nonstop. Where if you play a certain song, I can immediately imagine myself in the future doing something. Okay, so that is uh, play the movie, and we can maybe do a separate episode about that. The visualization is super super important. Now, um, yeah. So during the move, when during the challenges, I just play that movie back and forth. Um, it, it, here's something incredible happened. Uh, I felt God spoke to me in. The last two weeks, incredible thing happened. Exactly two weeks from, uh, actually, for 13 days ago. And something amazing is going to happen in September. I can't let you know what it is. I'm going to tease you with it. Uh, but it's going to be big. It's going to be exciting. September, October. I know October, I'll be going to Australia. So in Australia, if you see me, I can tell you in person. You can just go to, I do a workshop there. Go to mlnation.net forward slash tour. I promise I'll share with you in person. Uh, it's the law of attraction. You can talk about God. You can talk about the universe. It's incredible things happening. You can't make it up, I'll just tell you. It's such a crazy coincidence. Um, you cannot make it up. But amazing things happening in September. You probably know, you definitely hear me talking about it. And if you meet me in person at my event in October, uh, I'll share with you in details. Okay. Now, uh, here's a couple of things um, to you know remind you. I, sh- I was talking to a coaching client. And the biggest thing you have to learn to do as an entrepreneur is say no. And I've gotten much better at that. To say no, say no, say no. Because um, if you don't say no, you say yes to things, it will just sabotage you. It will sabotage your focus. Stay focused. You're building your ML business. Stay focused. Say no to as much things as possible. The only thing you should be really doing, it's not other businesses. Other, really, it's just focus on your family and your business. And maybe your community as well. But sometimes you have to watch out for that too. Because sometimes the community, they can uh, suck you up. They, you know, they take you for granted. They keep asking you for more and more and more. 
Okay, let me take a sip of water here. Okay, uh, like I said, I just came out from a workout, so I'm fired up. Now, 20% of the things in your life give you 80% of the stress. Okay, that's something I learned uh, in the past year or so. 20% of the things you learn, of the things you do, give you 80% of the stress. Think about that. 20% of the things that you do on a daily basis, or maybe it is commuting, maybe it's going to work, maybe it's dealing with your boss, or dealing with bad downlines, give you stress. So eliminate the 20%, okay? Uh, find out, what, list them out. What are the things that drive you nuts? So, so uh, that's a tip for you. Constantly be aware. And also, what the things you do, this is the 20, what's it, 20 or 80? 20% of the things you do give you 80% of the results. It's, or is it one of the 80 thing percent of things you do that give you 20% of the results? Obviously, you want to do more of the small, important things that give you bigger results, all right? Um, so, for example, going back to Andrew Chenery's, uh, he's talking about listening to Bridget Bartley's episode. This is a great plug for you, Bridget. We're talking about this your episode. But five times, that is a 2080. That's doing the 20% that will give him 80% of the results because he's going to listen, listen, listen and start applying until he masters it. And so he can start teaching it. That's a 2080, right? Listening to another training, listening to another, going buying another book, that could be an 80-20. Where you're reading another book, but it's only giving you 20%. Well, if you, like Andrew found something, and I'm not saying you just have to listen to MLM Nation. It could be anything. Andrew found something, he's going to go deep dive deeper, 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 and get really good at it. So 20-80 rule. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to promise you keep it short. I've got like 10 more minutes here. A couple of things I've learned. I, I, this is from Chuck and Tammy Gates, awesome leaders. Okay, they're made millions of dollars in the business, 30-year veterans of MLM, uh, 25 years full-time. Their show goes out live in September uh, episode 227, I learned something. Unless something changes in production schedule, it's 227. Uh, I learned something from them about um, just with kids. Like, how, you know, they raised three kids building a, a successful MLM business on the side. And he said one of the ways to, as a parent, is to keep the kids engaged. Let them know about your purpose, uh, purpose and legacy. So why is daddy, mommy working hard? It's not just to make money but because they want to leave the world better, a legacy. So that was a big aha moment. I haven't been doing that. You know, my younger, uh, my two youngest are definitely not old enough, but my oldest one, Ethan, can definitely understand that. So when he sees daddy working, he knows I'm working, I'm focused. Um, he knows I teach, but why am I teaching? It's not just to make money and pay bills and stuff. Uh, I need to share with him my purpose. Like you all know my purpose-driven life, to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, but he doesn't. And he's at the age now where he's going to... Um, summer camp uh, school where he, he, he's learning how to know the letters now but my kindergarten is so much more competitive now five years old and four not even five some kids are learning to do that now uh, it's really incredible doing that and by the way he's at a private school right now for uh, his academic program in the morning and then swimming and then the summer camp and again that's a totally again a totally different environment from a public to private school people are different uh, inspiring again going by the move has been great inspiring it makes me start thinking. It's all about the mindset. It's got me thinking. But anyway, thanks to Chuck and Tammy Gates for sharing that. Something I can apply immediately. And so you definitely want to be on the lookout for the episode. Um, okay. The next, uh, so what I've been reading, I share a couple of things I'm reading right now. Uh, I read this book, Home Run, by Kevin Myers. Uh, one of my one-on-one coaching members told me told me about that, and uh, I've been. It's a if you're you know Christian, a believer, it's a must-read. If you're a non-Christian, you don't believe her, um, 
Uh, maybe not, but you still can maybe read it. You can maybe learn one thing or not. But if you're a believer, definitely read it. Home Run by Kevin Myers. I'll also be reading Magic of Thinking Big again. And it's incredible. While I was reading that, that's when I moved. And it, oh, it gets a lot of attraction. I got inspired, right? Could it could they be related? I, actually, I don't know if I picked the, read the book first or started reading it first or... I, I don't remember. Or I moved first. I, I, I have to look at the... Actually, I have the date here. And one of the things I do on my iPad, or uh, especially in my books, when I start reading, I always put the date. So July 6th. You know, I actually started reading that book before I moved. Okay? So before I moved, and then four or five days later, uh, on that Sunday, I got really inspired by that. So Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Must read. I talk about mindset. It's a classic written in the 1970s. All right. Now let's, uh, and I'm also reading this other book right now, and um, that is called, uh, shame on me, I don't know the title, because it's a rough, rough, rough draft. It is called, uh, actually there's no title, because it is uh, proof. I'm actually writing the forward for this book. So, uh, but it's a really good story, by, written by Virginia Chung out in Sydney, Australia. Uh, when it comes out, you definitely want to check out the book. It's really entertaining. Very good, but really good lessons here. It's lessons told in a fable way. I, I really I really enjoyed it. I'm writing the forward for that. I said, uh, really good stuff. And I want you to write it because I like it. So it's really good. Definitely want to check that out. All right, here's the big lesson. I have a, I have a coach. Right? And I think you, you, every one of you definitely needs to coach. And if you don't have a coach, meet with someone that is not in your line or someone upline or someone in a different industry, whatever, uh, that's better than you and have them. Uh, and, and what I do is my coach, we meet once a month. I have a couple of these mastermind members, one-on-one members. I call them coaches. Uh, we share once a month. And this guy, I mean, sometimes I should, they learn a lot, sometimes not as much. I got a whipping, okay, at the past week. So make it short. You know my pull-up bar. We talked about the pull-up bar. I was telling him that, hey, you know what? I've been doing the bar. I'm getting tougher. And here's the interesting thing that happened. Um, you know, my Apple Watch broke. So when we're doing on the bar of the Apple Watch, I do it for two minutes. I really can't tell the time. And I make it about 70% of the time. And I talked about this last time. Or if I'm thinking negative, I'm just, and this is just hanging on the bar. I'm not doing pull-ups, just hanging there. Okay, like kind of like a, uh, you see, like a monkey hanging on a bar. I'm not swinging. I'm just hanging for two minutes. Try that. Your hands will hurt. Your forearms will be. It's a great forearm workout, by the way. But it's awesome for your back. And what happened was, I told him um, my Apple Watch broke. But then I started using my iPhone to look at the timer, and my Apple Watch has been repaired. But during that time, I used my iPhone. And I realized an iPhone, I would look at the time, and every time I looked at the time, I would make it. Okay, and I made it ten days in a row, uh, and. Here's the thing. I could not do it with my eyes closed. I always, no matter how hard I want to say, hey, I'm going to keep my eyes closed, I always open my eyes. So that tells me why. Why? Why, why am I, you know, and it goes back to goals, right? You need to know. It's like when you're swimming in darkness, you, you have no destination. It's really easy to give up. So how it applies to business, you got to have a goal. You got to have a goal, right? You got to know where you're going. Second thing is I did it 10 days in a row. I said, this is getting easy. I told my uh, coach, he's like, so Simon, have you done five minutes with your eyes closed? I said, I can't. I, said, I can't do my five minutes. I said, why not? So how about the three minutes? I said, yeah, I've done two minutes. So why do you do two minutes? How about like 2.15, 2.30? No, I mean, well, how come you, have you, have you tried it? I was like, no. Have you done it 10 days straight? Why are you doing this? How come you don't do it for 2.15? And I was just like, um, he got me. 
So, so Simon, why are you telling me this? You did 10 days straight. Why? Because you, you feel good? Is your pride and ego? You got a winning streak? So why are you doing this in the first place? To feel good? I think you have to feel good, but really to develop mental toughness. So if you want to develop mental toughness, you know, you're teaching, you're a coach, you teach people to get outside your comfort zone. Why do you, you've done it seven days in a row, 10 days in a row. Obviously, you're very good at it. How come you can't go more? How can you go 215? How about 205? Have you even done 205? I was like, he got me. Have you, have you done even 201, Simon? <clears throat> Two minutes and one seconds. I said, no. So, why don't you leave my example? Try it. And why, why, why are you scared? So it comes out to, you know, there's two types of fears. He's like, you have fear of success and fear of failure. And Simon, you don't have the fear of failure. You don't have the fear of success, but you're scared to fail. Right? You like your, your ego likes that 10 day winning streak. You're afraid that you do it once, you're going to ruin that winning streak. And it is so true. He hit it right at the point, right on the mark. And it made me really start thinking about what else in my life is going well. Uh, could be with ML Nation, go with coaching programs, or anything that could go well, something my personal life, family life, things are going well, but I'm afraid to push myself more because I'm afraid to screw it up. I like the way things are going well. And I just like, man. I teach this stuff. I teach, I t- I'm sharing on ML Nation to get outside your comfort zone, but I'm not doing it. So it really made me start analyzing myself. So it applies to your business. You know, what are you doing that you're good at? Maybe you're good at getting customers. But you're so good at it that you're sacrificing your sponsoring ability. Or maybe you're so good at keeping downlines happy that you're not developing them because you're not giving the independence for them to grow. You're doing too much for them. Because, but they're good. They like you. They're happy. They love you. You're the best upline. You have the quote, quote, the best support. They love you. But because of that, you're not letting them groom as leaders. Or maybe you're so good at sponsoring you sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. You can sponsor 10 people. But you don't take time out to maybe don't sponsor as much and start working with your people more. That was my problem when I first started. I sponsored a lot of people. But I wasn't, I was a, didn't train and duplicate. Didn't know how to train and duplicate. And I, I thought I did, but I didn't know. I didn't take the time to learn to take a course about how to teach. A bit. They had a coach to teach me to do that. So what are you good at right now, ML Nation, that you need to change? That you're scared to give up. Scared to change because you're afraid to screw it up. Because, again, all your dreams are outside your comfort zone. <clears throat> all your dreams are outside. Everything you want to achieve are outside. You got to change. And for me, that was like, I think, wow. Like, even outside the bar, it's like, this is getting philosophical, but a bar has been a huge learning lesson. And then just, you know, learning to meditate, relax. So here's the thing. The next day I went there, I set up for 2.15, right? 15 seconds more. And guess what? I, and I looked at the phone. I didn't do it with my eyes closed. I looked at the phone. Do you think I made it? No. I missed it by 25 seconds. Now, I made it 10 days straight with two minutes. But, you know, having the extra 15 minutes is so mentally psyched me out. <clears throat> so mentally psyched me out that I missed it. You know what happened was when I, when I look, opened my eyes, there was 55 seconds left. I said to myself, well, normally it should be 40 seconds, but then it's 55 seconds, I have 15 seconds longer. That thought alone, I'm telling you, screwed me up. And I start slipping afterwards. So, and you know, my mentor, my coach told me, it's not, Simon, you didn't fail. You get better, right? So the next day, I mean, today, uh, I didn't make it, okay? I mean, today I did it two, I missed it by four seconds. I did 212. But you know what? I did 212, it's still better 12 seconds better than a week ago. 
And that's the end of the day. I got 12 seconds tougher. I'm physically tougher. About forearms, like grip is stronger. Mentally, physically, everything tougher. 12 seconds better, even though I didn't make it. So it's not like what I said. There's no bad decisions, no losses. You're learning, right? I'm learning. Uh, what I learned today? <clears throat> From the bar, like I started thinking about slipping about like 20. I had 27 seconds, 25. I was doing well. And all of a sudden, it always in the last couple of seconds, I was still slipping. I should have relaxed more, visualized. Uh, yesterday at the gym was a big, big win. I was doing it after I lift too. Um, I have one sixteen left. I felt like quitting, but I just started visualizing success and I made it. So anyway, my time is up. I have actually have another coaching session. Someone, uh, a mastermind one-on-one that we share ideas with. We do a 6 a.m. in the morning once a month. I got to get, he's waiting for me He's on there. I have three minutes left, but my challenge to you is think about what are you doing right now that you're comfortable and you're good at, but you're afraid to change. You're afraid to do a little bit more. Push yourself more. Because you're afraid to ruin your track record. That's fear of failure. And there's no such thing as failure. Just like the way I push myself. I 10-day win streak, that's history. That I missed it today. But you know what? I missed it today. But what I did today was way better than that 10-day streak. So ML Nation, thank you for listening. If you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. I love this feedback for behind-the-scenes episodes. Let me know. This is the real life of an entrepreneur, the things I'm learning, I'm sharing. And until next time, um, yeah, give me the feedback. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Comment below the show notes page. And uh, you can just look for behind-the-scenes. This is Simon Chan. Thanks for listening. And remember, win the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.